Welcome to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a digital support group for everyone interested in a learning lifestyle. I'm your host, Holly. I'm your co-host, Melody. And I'm your co-host, Jennifer. Yes, Jennifer is joining us as a full host starting this year, and we're so excited to have her. I'm excited uh, to be here, too. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. We can get into lots of trouble together, all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of getting into trouble, um, Jennifer, we haven't talked to you in a while. So what have you been up to over winter break? Well, I'm getting in some good family time right now. We're at, on a little vacation in Rudosa, New Mexico, and I have all of my children here, which hasn't happened Aww. in probably eight months. So we have you know, all 10 of us plus some boyfriends and extras. And it's been a really good week together. Nothing warms my heart more than when I get all my kids together either. It's so amazing. I'm so happy oh, for me you. Too. Especially yeah, once Melody, they get older and they're mm-hmm. out of the house and, you know. Right. It's so hard to get schedules. Like for Absolutely. New Year's Eve, uh, we like to get together and play games. Mm-hmm. And um, I only have so many of my kids that live in Texas now, and my, right. my two middle sons were going to come over for New Year's Eve. And then one thought he couldn't come because of a work issue, and I was like, oh, bummer. And then all of a sudden, he came walking through the door because Aww. he got the work issue resolved. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's a treasure. Well, Melody, what about you? What were you doing over break? We were moving, and now we're unpacking. <laughs> and um, and con- some construction is still going on. So we kind of moved in ahead of, not ahead of schedule, but different delays meant that the really good timeline that was planned out couldn't actually happen in the way it was mm-hmm. planned. But my kids grew up with things don't always go the way we plan. And so <laughs> everybody's flexible and we just, you know, made allowances for that. But so it's fun. It's kind of like camping out inside. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> the beginning is always a fun. <laughs> I know, like, where is this and what box is that? But we're, we've had a few days of just, you know, downtime, which has been good. And slowly every day, we just unpack a little more. But we're kind of waiting on the rest of the kitchen to be set up. And we'll see. I kind of would like to have a vacation from my <laughs> vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Well, one of the things that we had here is kind of super funny. So my um, my middle daughter and her husband came to visit for Christmas. And they hadn't been planning to come. Um, His parents and sister and brother-in-law and nephews were supposed to come to them. But somebody had a health issue, so they couldn't come. Well, um, my daughter wanted to keep it a surprise, apparently. So she told my husband, well, it is sweet. Um, (laughs) It is sweet, but not if your guest room is full of junk. So, yeah, so anyway, it was supposed to be a secret, and my husband um, accidentally told me because he had a mild concussion when he slipped and fell, and I said, I'm so sorry, yeah, he's okay, I'm like, I'm so sorry you have a concussion, and I'm so glad I know they're coming, so we told her, yeah, you know, we we know, I know you're coming, but we kept it a surprise from our youngest son, so he got up Christmas morning. Here was his sister Aww, and brother-in-law, and and Aww, also my in-laws didn't know. So when they showed up to my in-laws' house, it was a big surprise. So it was really fun. That's nice. So many things that you know, like Melody said, you don't they don't go as planned, but they turn out wonderful yeah. anyway. Well, let's go ahead and talk about our topic today, which is the unexpected benefits of homeschooling. Um, I think we all, when we start homeschooling, we have a clear idea of some things that are going to happen, but it's the things that, that happen we didn't plan on um, that I want to talk about today. So, Jennifer, yes. how long have you been homeschooling? When did you oh, start? Geez. 
I feel like I, I always get the wrong answer on this. <laughs> I can never remember how many years it's been. It's been like 18 years, I think, maybe more. <laughs> okay. Um, a very long time. When we first started out, I was, you know, super traditional. So I didn't think very much about the family time together. But, and I know people talk about that. So it might not be totally unexpected, but it was such a surprise to me realizing that our kids got to spend all their time together. So the sibling relationships, that was really unexpected to me. I, you know, I grew up with my siblings. We all went to public school. So we were always separate, you know, in different mm -hmm. grade levels. We had different friends. We didn't see each other all day. You know, we saw each other at dinner. And so when I saw at the beginning of homeschooling, how my kids were actually, you know, together all the time and they know each other and they're friends and they're friends with each other's friends. And it's just, yes. it's so wonderful. It didn't cross my mind that that would be a benefit of homeschooling. Yeah, it's really pleasurable when you when you hear from kids, especially once they're adults, that they interact with each other of their own accord. Like, I love yes. it when one of my kids says, yeah, I talked to so-and-so the other day and he told me this. Mm -hmm. And or my my sister reached out to me to ask me a banking question. One of my daughters is a, a bank branch manager, so mm -hmm. she gets a lot of banking questions from her siblings. Um, but, yeah, it's. It's really wonderful to know that, you know, they're not being forced to interact anymore, right? right? They're adults, but they mm -hmm. still choose to do it. And, right. and Melody's kids, I think, Melody, you have some great stories about your kids doing that kind of stuff, don't you? Oh, I certainly do. And I was going to add, it's, it's nice to watch. They all become a resources for each other. They have different skill sets mm -hmm. and different interests, and they've all developed, you know, quite proficient in their areas, and they just reach out and help each other. And then, of right. course, right now I'm sitting inside this amazing home that my children all went in together and have been working on and mm -hmm. like quite independently of us getting together. Right. I'll do this. This one's painting that so and so knows how to do trim or I mean, they all know how to do a lot of things or they learned it on the job. But it's been amazing to see them come together. And like you said, they form friends with each other because they want to be friends right. with each other. And then, like you also said, they share friends. It's almost like our family has extended family. That's the Absolutely. kids' friends and then their friends. And it's so cool. I, I, I actually, I wrote down some notes of benefits that I thought of and uh, the friendships with people in our community is one of the things that is a huge unexpected benefit and that they become part of your family. So you do, you keep getting a bigger and bigger family and you know your kids' friends in ways that you wouldn't know them when they were in school. Um, when they start dating, you know their you know, boyfriends and girlfriends and you know their families and it, it's really nice. It forms a really nice community that, that I didn't expect. Yeah, I remember when my oldest daughter was in public school for high school and um, you know, she'd want to go to somebody's house and I'd be like, well, I don't even know those parents and I'd have right. to call mm -hmm. and you know, I'd have to be like, okay, so yes. we need to be on the same page on how boys and girls are allowed to be together in your home and um, yeah, with homeschooling, um, my my younger kids never went to public school and their friends were homeschooled. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we knew the families and they were our families and some yeah. of them have moved away or whatever. But when when they come to town, we all get together and it just the years melt away and there are treasured friendships. And yeah, I didn't I, yeah, I didn't think about that either when we started homeschooling that we'd gain this whole 
you know, this whole community of people. And added to that is our, our kids have multiple parents. They have more parents to draw from, you know. I know that some of my kids, for, you know, we have this, you know, our own little group of friends that we are with all the time. And the kids in that group call the moms their moms, like plural, you know. And yeah. and they come to us and they use us as resources. And so your, your kids gain so much from having all those adults in their lives. I gained friends, too, as I got to know mm-hmm. the parents of my kids friends like, right. like my circle has also grown because yes. there are all these amazing moms and dads out there mm-hmm. that's true you just don't think about that when you think you're changing where your kid's going to go to school no <laughs> and I no, think you, you know, <laughs> think it might be lonely it might be you know I think some people do think you go into it and you're more isolated and I, I found that you know it's the opposite of that yes in fact we just had a an experience where my son had his uh you know his annual checkup And the doctor was asking, you know, like, how's he doing in school? And I said, Mm -hmm. well, we homeschool. um, So we teach to proficiency, to mastery. Mm -hmm. So he's doing great. And then he started peppering me with all these questions. Mm -hmm. Well, does he see other kids? And and I started, as I started explaining, well, you know, we we do this thing, we do that thing. And and you could see his face start to relax, like, okay, they're not weird. They're not locked in the house 24-7 with no interaction. I'm like, mostly... I feel like I have to tell some homeschoolers to go home and get yes, a little schoolwork definitely in my family. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, because once you find out how many amazing things there are you can do. I had this one friend who said, oh, my goodness, we're spending too much time in the car and we're not getting our work done. But like, <laughs> you need to cut some of those things out of your schedule yeah. until you get into a better routine. But she, this year, it was her first year and she was so excited and. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that is another one of the unexpected benefits of homeschooling is that when people start to homeschool, they think, you know, like, oh, I don't know. Like people are always asking, well, can they play sports or can they take, a, you know, an acting class? Mm-hmm. And really, there are so many things. One of the unexpected benefits is that you have too many choices. Too many options. You know? I agree. Mm-hmm. And it's hard I want to, to go decide. back to the, the family thing for a minute. My kids have a relationship with their grandparents that I never expected they would have. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. We, because of homeschooling, our family was able to move to another city and live across the street from them because we weren't worried about our school district and things like that. And so they've grown up with their grandparents are also homeschooling them and they run back and forth across the street their entire lives growing up. I never pictured that they would have that and they wouldn't have if we had stayed in the school system. That's true. I remember when we told my in-laws we were going to start homeschooling. My mother-in-law was so cute. She said, well, are you going to have books? (laughs) And we thought, oh, we need to educate them. And at first we were the weirdos and the family were Mm -hmm. homeschooling our kids. But then my husband's younger sister decided to start homeschooling her child as well. So all of my in-laws children were homeschooled and they got really into it and they they would take That's the kids great. on all these trips. Yeah, they'd be like, "We're going to go to Wisconsin for a wedding. Can we take <laughs> this kid and that kid and they took them to NASA and all kinds of places." And yeah, my kids have a really um a really good relationship with their grandparents that they would not have had. I think my in-laws after they got over the weirdness of homeschooling thought, "This is awesome." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, Melody, what's another unexpected benefit that you encountered through homeschooling? 
Uh, one of the things was I walked in and my daughter had picked up a classic off the shelf. And I'm trying to remember what book it was. But she was reading it because it was a good read and not because, you know, she had to do it yes. for a class or something. I was like, oh, of course, that's how these books became classics. They were really well written. And she was just enjoying that learning or that experience of it as a book. And I loved that so much of the things that they did on their own. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. Exploring learning on their own because they're mm -hmm. interested. They want to know about it. And so they just take off on this rabbit trail of follow their interests and just learn, well, like more yeah. than the minimum. They learn because they want to. And, and they I, appreciate it. Yes. And I hadn't really thought about that. I mean, we have so many books. It just never occurred to me that they would wander over there to the shelf and pluck one of these great books off and read it for the fun of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just I, I feel the same way. I never, my kids at this point, they do teach themselves much more than I teach them. And, and at the beginning, I never would have thought that's how it worked. You know, I, I thought that I would be their teacher and it, it turned out to be the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Yeah. My youngest daughter, she was in maybe seventh, eighth grade, trying to remember, but she decided of her own volition, she wanted to read the classics as well. And we did read some of them, but you can't read them all. I mean, not in the mm -hmm. span of your schooling, are you going to cover everything? Every education has some gaps, but she decided she would read them. And she had this plan for herself. And it is very delightful when you see kids wanting to learn. Uh, when we had the academy, um, one of the science teachers said, and he had taught public school. He said he found the homeschool kids really refreshing because they wanted to learn. Mm -hmm. They weren't, nobody at the academy was forced to take any of the courses. Right. It was all um, by their choice. You know, their family um, signed them up and they chose classes. And he found that really amazing that these kids wanted to take chemistry or they wanted mm -hmm. to take biology. And I think that's the really wonderful thing because I know that in public school, we all were required to take certain courses, whether yes. we wanted to or not. And so it's really fun and amazing when kids decide to tackle hard things of their own choice. Well, one of the things that I thought was interesting to me when I started homeschooling, I was all about, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be teaching my kids and, you know, it's going to be great. I didn't realize that I was going to learn so much yes. and I didn't realize I had so many gaps in my own education. So I've told people for years, like the first student in your homeschool is yourself. Mm -hmm. I learned to, you know, the subjects that I didn't really like when I was in school. I learned to love those subjects through my kids. History was one of them. I never enjoyed history. It was always, you know, memorizing dates and it wasn't interesting to me. But when I started learning it in different ways with my kids and in more interactive ways, then I really became interested in it. And I started learning a lot, even without them, without the studies they were doing it. It really encouraged me to just take on new interests. And I love that. Oh, me too. I felt like I got a much more thorough picture of history, like not just the dates and timelines and this happened mm -hmm. when but why it happened and what yes. influenced things and all the people aspects of it that were there just didn't time no. in a classroom situation mm -hmm. to learn all that stuff and your brain can't soak it all in anyway that was one of my favorite things was to learn to appreciate some of those subjects that I just felt like you know like you mentioned earlier just cramming all that information in to spit it out for a test and this way we're able to learn not to the test but just to learn and go as deep and as far and mm -hmm. as wide as we want to and even my husband discovered a love for church history and history in general and I just mm -hmm. started reading all kind of books about 
history and about the history of England, which I never really explored being a Texan. Yeah. So <laughs> just opened up, you know, other things to learn about, which that was not my, you know, that wasn't anything I expected. My right. focus in the never beginning the was really, right? yeah, academic. We're going to do a yeah. great job. <laughs> I think also uh, learning more myself and and learning to, again, to love learning like they are, mm -hmm. it, it makes me feel less worried about how they're doing. Because I see that as an adult, I'm I'm still learning. And if I want to learn something new, I just pick it up and learn it. So I am less concerned about where they're at because I see myself doing it at an older age too. Right. It takes the pressure off. I had that realization when my two oldest kids were, I think in uh, third and fifth grade, I was hadn't been homeschooling a real long time. And I was real worried, like, oh, am I doing a good job? So I signed them up to go take, um, I think, the Iowa test at a local private school. Mm -hmm. And the test did show me that I was correct in what I knew about, you know, how they were in reading and how they were in math. But what blew my socks off is that they had learned things I had never taught them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that just amazed <laughs> yep. me. So um, it took the pressure off because we don't have to teach everything and we can learn things at any time. We're going to take a short break to hear a word from our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about the unexpected benefits we've encountered through homeschooling. We're nearly two weeks into the new year, and maybe you're still trying to figure out how to achieve your resolutions. If you resolve to organize your homeschool materials or to save some money, Transcript Maker can help. Too many papers and records cluttering up your home office? Transcript Maker stores your transcript in the cloud, so you can access it on the go, wherever you go, and streamline your record keeping. You can free up your valuable time by allowing Transcript Maker to calculate GPA for you. Just enter the grades and credits for your student, and the grade point average appears on the transcript like magic. Have you ever signed up for a free trial and they made you put in your payment information? I hate that. So shady. Transcript Maker's 14-day free trial is truly free. No need to enter your payment information, and it cancels itself after two weeks. So you can give it a test drive and see what you think without worrying about a hidden fee somewhere. When you decide to subscribe, use our exclusive coupon code HAPPY. That's H-A-P-P-Y in all caps and save 20% off the cost of your subscription. Start your new year off right with Transcript Maker. Simply better transcripts. Welcome back to the podcast. In the first half, we talked about unexpected benefits of homeschooling, one of which was becoming a student. One of the ones I found interesting was also becoming an educator because I don't have a degree in education. Did either of you have that realization to yourselves? I did. I know I did because I not just educate my own children, but educate many other homeschool students through co-ops, the academy. And I never saw myself doing that. And it was definitely unexpected. What about you, Melody? Well, I had background in education. And so what I got to do was adjust the things that I had learned to this new type of student mm -hmm. um, because it was just a different, a completely different environment. It was handy to have some of that background, but there were a lot of things like for me as a classroom teacher, you learn about behavior management. You've got this big group of kiddos. You've got to right. have some structure. But as a mom, I wanted to get to the heart of the matter and help a child change their behavior because it was a good idea mm -hmm. or it's better for them and not just, you know, 
manage the chaos, but heart changes and let's do mm-hmm. the right thing because it's the right thing. And uh, is that the best way to treat someone? You're going to hurt someone's feelings if you say things like that. It was all about getting to the heart of who you are as a person and how do you treat your fellow man, your siblings, and you practice on them and learning and developing good character. And so that was a big shift for me. It's like, oh, great. Now I get to do this really matters. Mm-hmm. This is about who are you as a person and who are you going to grow up to be? And What are your values and what's your work ethic? So it's a different way to approach teaching, which was really so refreshing (laughs) because it matters. It's like these, these are my kids. I want them to be their best. And of course you want that for all of the kids in your classroom and even in a co-op situation or other situations. But that was a big change from classroom teaching. A lot of stuff that I learned classroom management, I didn't have to manage. I was Mm -hmm. teaching and training which was really wonderful. And then it goes along with that, but something I didn't anticipate was personal development, like becoming more skilled as a parent or just having the the goals to learn how to do things better, better ways to teach things, better time management, better organization skills, all of those things. Like that's not why I chose to homeschool, No, but it was a benefit. I feel the same way as you. And I was surprised because I don't have a background. I didn't go to school for education, Mm -hmm. but I found along the way with every year I homeschooled my children that I was honing an educational philosophy and that I I had ideas about what were good ways for children to learn or what were good things Mm -hmm. for children to learn. And, um, and when I came to the academy, it was because at first my youngest two, the then youngest two children, um, I wanted them to have an experience that, you know, to be with other kids and to learn. They were in high school. And I just started off by volunteering and I ended up becoming the director. And all the things I had learned through homeschooling my kids and being with other kids, it gave me a philosophy I had to give to the students there. And I remember thinking, wow. I don't have a degree in this, but I really feel like I have an unofficial degree as an educator. Yeah, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I think also as veteran homeschool moms who've been doing this a while, we are also helping to educate and through this podcast to other homeschoolers who are new to it. And I find myself doing that all the time, talking to other parents who are homeschooling and struggling and helping them through things. And I, you know, that's not an educating role that I ever expected to be in. And it's good too. I really enjoy being able to help other people like that. Yeah, it's nice to maybe see that they're heading for a little cliff that you you jumped over and yes. and, and help them to avoid it. I remember thinking yeah. the first year of homeschooling when I, I would throw myself on my bed during lunchtime and cry uh, because, you know, Aww. something was frustrating. I don't want anybody to go through this if they don't have to. Mm-hmm. And so I was so happy to volunteer with um, our friend Mary's organization, Smoothing the Way, which mentors homeschoolers through their first year of homeschooling and I thought if I can help anyone's first year to be better than mine it'll be all my tears will have been worth it (laughs) well I feel like it's so helpful to have somebody anytime we're learning something new or for me I tend to look for someone who's already gone down that way so that they can tell me not to do and sometimes people are doing things and you know they're making it hard on themselves and it's helpful if they'll accept your input right <laughs> it's just like yes. I tried that and you know it didn't really work the way I thought it would or 
figuring out how to nicely say, uh, you might not want to do that. Yeah, that's the tricky part is being diplomatic. You're not sure how people are going to receive your input, but you know that they are having troubles. And that's another skill, right? It's uh, Yeah. And I think that we have all probably learned over all of these years that there's not one right way to do this. So it's great to have input from different people and your way may not work for someone else. So they may not want to do it your way. Right. Yes. And I think that's, that's right. really an important thing for people to know, because I know you you all have had people ask you, like, what's the best curriculum for this subject? And there's no right. best curriculum. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nope. If there was, we'd all be using it. That's right. <laughs> and there's not one, but you just do the best you can with what you have at the time. And, and it's fine for people to learn from their mistakes. That's, that's a valid way. Yes. To <laughs> yes. But it and I think might make we, you cry. <laughs> we may have touched on this in another podcast that I was on, I think where we talked about being able to quit and that it was okay to quit things when they weren't working for yes. you. I think that's a huge unexpected benefit of homeschooling because when you're given all the time that you have with your kids, you can quit something if it's not working and move on to something else. And when your kids are in school, they're expected to do, you know, what they are told to do, you know, and, and complete it. But we have the advantage advantage in homeschooling of if it's really frustrating your student or frustrating you and it's just not working, you can just stop and you can move on to something else or find another way to do it. And there's so much flexibility in that. Yes, I think that's really important. And getting out of that public school mindset, that is really hard to disengage from. It is. And once you do, and I think that's another unexpected benefit, people come into it thinking they're going to be doing it a certain way. Yes. You know, you're going to have school hours and you're going to finish every paper and you're going to read to the end of every book. And when they can get out of that box mm -hmm. um, and find the freedom to help their kids to learn, it's life changing. It is. And it makes everything so much more pleasant and easier for your whole family. And mm -hmm. I've been interested watching my adult daughter's with their children and talking to them and because they grew up in that kind of aspect where we knew we could quit if it wasn't working and they yes. just had a little bit coming from the inside they're able to help some of their friends because they didn't that wasn't the way they learned with the the more structured sit down we're going to go through this book from page one to page mm -hmm. 200 and so they knew that and so that didn't stress them out to just say you know this isn't working we're not going to do it that way modify right. it, um, just a more freewheeling way to approach learning just do because what that's what they you. experience. Mm -hmm. So then, and this, this generation, our kids will be able to help their friends and it just keeps trickling outward. It does. And I see watching my young adult kids, I'm learning more too about the advantages that I didn't see before. Um, they're, they're so ready to navigate the real world. And I feel like more so than kids of it who have been in public school their whole lives. And throughout my kids' lives, because of homeschooling, they've had open interactions with adults the entire time. So mm -hmm. they don't have this divide, this artificial divide between adults and young children or even young adults that, that's there within the school system. And so they're more confident and able to like navigate that once they leave my home. So I see that with my daughter at college that she's able to, when she needs help, she reaches out and talks to her professors. Her peer group isn't generally doing that kind of thing, you know. And my kids, as they get older, are able to make decisions because they've been allowed to make decisions all along about their own education. So I'm still learning from my kids as they get older and seeing benefits that I didn't even know existed before they got 
to this stage. That's really rewarding. Mm -hmm. It's I think and that's the thing about homeschooling that's really unexpected is that the atmosphere you create continues in your life and your children's lives even when they're no longer in your home being educated. Yes. Uh, my middle son, it's so funny, he recently got a promotion at work and he's a low-level manager. <laughs> and so he doesn't ever want to have children. And he said, being a manager has reinforced this um, <laughs> this view because he has to keep taking these younger people aside and mm -hmm. working with them on things that shouldn't be that difficult. And he said to me, you know, I don't know how they were raised or how they were educated, but I know that this is not how it worked when we were growing up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, when you're homeschooling and, you know, like Melody said, you're interacting with your kids on a day to day basis. It's so efficient. You know, mm -hmm. you can teach them things in such a shorter amount of time and, and they can right. learn things so much more effectively. And when that, they need it, too. And, yeah. But yeah. when they're out in the in the real world, they can see that the way other people learned or were taught was not their experience. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it helps them. I think it helps them to have an advantage because they, they are thinking in a different way. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And it's not just academic skills that they're gaining and homeschooling. Mm -hmm. They're learning all kinds of skills, like how to run and maintain a household and a car and machinery or to do lawn care or skills with younger children, just knowing how to help train mm -hmm. someone in right behavior and all of those things that we don't really think about when we choose to homeschool. It's just, right. our, well, it's the learning lifestyle, but then all those mm -hmm. things that you carry with you into a job, do you have, can you organize yourself? Can you manage your time? Do you, you work a, a job work to ethic. completion? Yes. Yeah. All of those things. Cause my, one of my sons has come home and made some interesting comments about <laughs> this you know this new fellow he just doesn't know how to how to he doesn't have initiative to get a job started mm -hmm. he waits for someone to tell him what to do mm -hmm. or one of I've my other sons thing from my adult kids in the workforce too well that was a big thing for us look around and see what needs to be done and let's jump in there and get it done or mm -hmm. or even basic skills like one of my children uh part of his job was to measure to fit lines and things and his coworker didn't know how to read all the marks on the ruler. And so his measurements weren't accurate. And it was just a whole discussion about how do we, how do we learn? What do we learn? If you don't learn it, can you learn it later? Right. Teach him how, so he'll be able to do his job that he was hired for. When I was homeschooling my older kids, we ran into all kinds of interesting situations similar to what you're describing, where people just didn't have basic skills. Like one of my daughter's friends was a soccer superstar, but she didn't know how to operate the washing machine. Life skills. I know they're, it's really important. And that was definitely one of the unexpected benefits. Mm -hmm. I just had not really considered that we were the whole lifestyle portion of it I in agree. the beginning. Yeah. You I think it's not academics and you don't think yes, about that. It. It's, it's really how you live your life. And something else we haven't really mentioned yet is that one of the things I noticed was if my children had time to play unencumbered yes. by, you know, I've got to do this homework or study for this test. All of that was taken care of throughout the course of the day. But they had time to really play and develop mm -hmm. some wonderful games and to learn to rest. I think that's a lot of children I see, they don't have any free time. Yeah. And um, 
it's so important to be able to rest and to use your imagination and play. Play is really important for children. It's important for their development. And that was something that I didn't really think of being as important as it is and that we would have time for that. You know, go outside and play. They would have Mm -hmm. to figure out something to do. (laughs) And they did. And then they didn't want to come in, of course, because they were having such a great time. Well, that's the benefit of having multiple children. I have an only child now, and if I send him out to play, I have to, you go, have to play go play with him. There's only so so many minutes I can spend uh, being hacked at with a Minecraft sword <laughs> while I hack back with an axe. Uh, yeah. That <laughs> we're we're trying to work on some of those things, um, but you know, Melly, you're right. When we homeschool our kids, we're giving them the gift of time to figure out what they like and what mm-hmm. they want to do. My yes. kids were able to. My middle daughter, she was in love with 4-H, and I was able to make sure that that was a big part of her activities. Mm-hmm. And my middle son, although he he got to it kind of late, because we've talked about. You know, when you you have kids on the spectrum, um, they may need more time for schooling. And so he graduated uh, about the age of 21. And Mm -hmm. when he was 18, he got exposed to Kung Fu and he went on to get a black belt. But we were able to give him that time. They were able to all of my kids were able to find time to delve into things that they were really interested in doing. And I, I don't know how people, public school families manage to do all the stuff they do because their kids are in school, you know, for a set number of hours a day. And then the kids have extracurriculars. And and I'm just amazed. I don't know how we could have gotten ready for the stock show for 4-H if we weren't able to take off time from school to do Mm -hmm. all that baking and whatever. So um, I think that gift of time is something we don't realize that we're going to have because homeschooling is efficient. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer, I know that your family, they, your kids pursued a lot of interesting things. Yeah. And, and you're right. The time gave us the allowance to do that. My daughter was into yoga when she was little, one of my daughters, and she became a yoga instructor when she was 10 and yeah. taught at you know libraries to preschool kids and then got certified when she was, I think, 15 and then opened her own studio when she was 16. And all of that wow. stuff along the way, she, she couldn't have done any of that if she was sitting in the class. Classroom. The time we had with her and the time she was allowed to follow those passions, let her be able to do all of that. And then, you know, my other kids have been, you know, similarly followed their dreams that way. And, and it's just, it's a huge advantage that, and I think as I, the more I homeschooled, the more years I homeschooled, I learned how to take advantage of that time more often too, and to let go of things that they, maybe they didn't need to focus on and allow them to pursue what they wanted. I think that's really important. Um, and I'm not good at, I'm not as good at that yet as you have been with your kids. I still feel like we have certain things that we need to do. Mm-hmm. Of course, my son is only nine. So mm-hmm. I want him to learn certain things. And I think I'll be more comfortable when he's a little older. Yeah. Uh, you know, delving into some other areas. We did get him a GoPro esque camera and equipment. Mm-hmm for Christmas so because start, yeah. yeah he wants to be a YouTube star but mm-hmm. I here I have his SD card sitting on my desk that I have to format so <laughs> you have to wait for you to micro, learn how <laughs> yeah yeah micro SD card I bought the card reader which I knew I needed and now I'm like okay now I got to format this baby so he can start filming <laughs> and I don't really want to be part of his YouTube channel but I think I'll <laughs> but you're going to learn new skills <laughs> I'm going to learn those skills yeah 
Oh, I think that's important. And it's one of those things we learn as we go that those hobbies and interests mm-hmm. that they have often develop into jobs or businesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're really important to mm-hmm. go ahead and cultivate those things. And that was one of those things when for gifts, we would often provide the tools they needed for their hobbies and not just yes. toys, but actual things that help them further their interests. And yes. I've been amazed to watch those things turn into jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, homeschool kids really are very entrepreneurial. You know, I don't think I thought of that when we started homeschooling. I started with um, a kindergartner and a second grader. Mm-hmm. And my, my main focus was I didn't think the public school was going to serve my kids very well, especially my younger child. Uh, he was a boy and he never sat down. And I just thought, oh, he's going to go to school and get in trouble. And he learned to read jumping around the living room. And then today... Mm-hmm. I still got another kid jumping around. My son was <laughs> running and jumping while I was reading to him. And my husband said to me as I was passing through, I don't know how you can read to him while he's jumping like that and how he knows what's going on. And I said, he gives great narrations when he's allowed to move right. around. Yeah, right. it's what works for him. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you don't start homeschooling your kids and think, well, now this kid, you know, they're going to grow up and, and do computers and it's going to be awesome. They'll build me computers. And this kid mm-hmm. is going to, you know, do this thing. You you don't think about that. Yeah. Here at the end of our podcast, we like to answer a big question. Melody, what's our big question today? Well, there is a lot of talk in our homeschooling groups about attending conventions. So what kind of help can we give uh, our listeners if this is their first convention or if they're gearing up to go to one after a a long break? Well, I have not ever been to a convention. Have either of you been to one before? Oh, Oh, yeah. I I have. have. (laughs) Uh, Tell me what you know. (laughs) (laughs) What do you know? Well, the first thing I always figure out what I'm going for because you get in there and we joke about it being like the mall air where all of a sudden you see all the things and Mm -hmm. uh, you know you can get carried away and not go home with something that you actually need so I would make a list before I go in if I'm looking for a specific I don't know if I need math for someone or if I need something different for English, perhaps. So is there so an that advantage, I know what I'm going for. Is there an advantage to buying or purchasing curriculum at a convention? Sometimes they'll have a sale. For, okay. Yeah. But so to back to back it up. So when you find out there's a homeschool convention, they usually have a website. And you mm-hmm. can go to the website and see who the speakers are going to be. And you can see who the vendors are going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, some conventions are multi-day and some of them are at like a, at a venue where you can actually like rent a hotel room and stay. Some of them have family activities like they might have a kid's track so mm-hmm. your kids can all go to something while you're going to uh, to listen to speakers. So it's really good to get a feel for what's going on um, and how is it going to fit in your budget because uh, the prices are varied. And then decide, you know, is this this? convention something that's going to fit in with what I'm doing or help me with what I want to do and then you know you can make a plan are you going to go for all the days you're going to go for one day do you want to just buy curriculum some of them open up the uh, vendor hall just to come in one day to buy a curriculum you don't have to go to the whole convention okay so it's good to find out what is going on at the convention by checking out they generally do the conventions normally have a focus for each convention or is it just all homeschooling topics i think it's a variety of things you know sometimes it's child training oh melody what are some of the things like uh somebody mary would talk about her kids experiences with 
their mental health, right? She'd had, Mm -hmm. didn't she have one like that? So, I mean, it, but it is generally homeschooling and family focus. Yeah. Sometimes there will be like local groups have that have activities. We'll have a booth if you wanted to go and find out more information. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes you can go like if just to hear the speakers, you don't have to go and shop, but if you Mm want to go Mm -hmm. and hear the speakers and I know some moms have gone as a mom retreat, just Mm -hmm. go and learn. And if you're a person that likes to get their hands on something and look at it, try before you buy kind of a thing. I mean, it's easier Mm -hmm. now you can do mail order and things are easier to return, but it is kind of nice to have a hands on in your hands, look at a book or materials. Um, Mm -hmm. The vendors have workshops about their materials and then you have general workshops just about general homeschooling topics, getting started. There's usually a track for new homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to a homeschool convention and it, it is easy to get overwhelmed and um, we actually we actually did an episode <laughs> about how to get the most out of a homeschool convention but you know we didn't know the pandemic was coming and the episode <laughs> was supposed to air at the beginning of March in 2020 but no one was going anywhere so it's, uh, <laughs> it's still sitting there and I guess we'll we'll have to visit that topic at some point when homeschool conventions really get back uh, up and running again more regularly. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at happyhomeschoolpod at gmail.com. Like our page and join our group on Facebook at facebook.com slash happyhomeschoolpod. Check out our Instagram at instagram.com slash happyhomeschoolpod. Follow us on Twitter at underscore homeschoolpod. And subscribe to the Happy Homeschooler podcast on YouTube. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Holly. I'm Melody. And I'm Jennifer. Happy Happy homeschooling. Hi, this is your host, Holly Williams-Zerbach. Thank you for listening to the Happy Homeschooler podcast, a transcript maker production. My co-hosts are Melody Gillum and Jennifer Jones. This podcast was produced by Matthew Bass and edited by Nora Williams. Our graphic design is by Pete Soloway, and our music is by The Great Pangolin. You can find more of her work on YouTube and Twitter at Kylie Wins. That's K-A-I-L-E-Y Wins. If you'd like to help our podcast grow, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, tell people about us. And they can teach us. Yeah, and they can teach us. Oh, I know so much about Minecraft, y'all. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, more than I really want to know. But yeah.